Hi, welcome to the Parenting Bridge podcast. I'm Dr. Michelle Alden, a licensed professional counselor, parent coach, and family therapist. And I'm here to help you to build a bridge to your best family possible. So what is meant by intentional or purposeful parenting? What what does that even mean? Well, I was thinking about that tonight and I was thinking, you know, as a counselor, a lot of times I think that parents expect there to be some quick fixes, you know, and this intentional parenting is not about thinking that your counselor or the school or somebody else is going to fix your kid. It has to do a lot with really thinking ahead, planning ahead, really thinking about what your expectations are and what you kind of want your child's takeaway to be. I was thinking about this tonight when I was um, working out and I was just thinking about the things that I did as a parent to put my kids in situations where they had good people around them, where they had the opportunity to grow and learn. And the the intent was really a lot of times to just create a really strong sense of family and um, a sense that we had their back no matter what was going on. And I don't think that that just happens by chance. I think that is something, especially in our society, that we have to work kind of hard at as parents. I think the other part of being an intentional parent is realizing that we're always teaching. Our kids are watching us. They're watching our interactions with other adults. They're watching now our interactions on social media, I'm sure. And even the way that we talk to them and and the way that we present ideas, I feel like we are sometimes unaware how much our kids are seeing. And I think that when you realize that you're always teaching and that your kids are learning something and that they're getting something out of this experience, even in our families, and is it the experience that we want them to get? So I, I, th- I don't think that it happens just because, well, we're they're kids and we're adults and so, you know, it should all just work out. I am a real advocate for that kind of intentional, really thinking things through. So I was thinking tonight that about one of the things that we did as a family and some of the reasoning that was behind it and how that kind of played out. And one of those big things that happened and was that our family, as a family, we did um, Taekwondo. And there was a lot of things that I really liked about it right from the start. One thing was that in Taekwondo, it wasn't a kid's class. It wasn't a kid's Taekwondo club or martial arts. It was everybody. And the kids were taught things that I feel like we're kind of losing in our society. They were taught to say yes, sir, yes, ma'am. They were taught that age holds uh, a position of rank, um, but also that if they were a higher belt level, they could teach even somebody that was older than them. So it was not all just a bunch of, you know, seven or eight-year-olds together with one adult. There were a lot of adults and kids and families were doing it together, and I thought that 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 was something I really liked. I feel like our kids today um, and my kids back then, there's a lot of activities that they can do and it's all divided into age groups. And a lot of the activities have one adult, maybe with 10, 15 kids and 
for us, Taekwondo wasn't like that. We we used it kind of as our PE because I was homeschooling at the time, and our whole family would would go. In fact, my younger kids at first weren't old enough to be part of it, but they sat and watched. And my youngest daughter, um, by the time she was four, was trying to do the forms and the exercises, and we let her start a little bit early because she just was wanting to do it so much. And it was just some, it was something that also was really powerful as a family because there was always times when someone didn't want to go. Sometimes it was me, but somebody else was getting ready to test or somebody else was excited to go or wanted to go. And so we had each other to kind of push each other forward and to keep each other going. There were times when the kids would want to quit and then I would be close to testing. So I'd say, okay, well, we can't quit until I get the next belt level. And then they would stay in it and then they would test and then they were learning new things. So they didn't want to quit. And we just really spurred each other on. And it really was a sense of community. It wasn't. And so I think if you are going to do something like martial arts, you know, look for something that is kind of community based and maybe not be so quick to put them into just a kid's class. Because I just think that was one of the most powerful things about that. One of my favorite brain uh, people, neuroscience doctor that works with trauma kids, um, traumatized kids, he he talks about how we are losing that in our society and that kids really need to be in a strong social fabric and that we need to look for activities that are not all age-leveled. Another thing that we did... um, with the kids that I did with the kids when they were growing up was we did 4-H. It gave them the opportunity to present in front of people. They um, weren't just in age groups. They were um, working on projects, and so it was common interest, and our whole family was a part of it. And so that was another really powerful thing that I think really shaped my kids. I think just thinking about relationships in general is part of intentional parenting. It's who are your kids around and what are they seeing modeled? And even though they may not seem like they're paying attention or maybe all the kids are playing in a different room while the parents are doing whatever. My kids grew up in a place where every barbecue was really just a big party with a lot of drinking and, um, you know, a lot of stuff going on. And I just felt like that wasn't really in the environment that I wanted to raise the kids in. And I think it is really important to put good, strong people, adults around your kids that you know are going to um, support you and your values and your family's values. And um, it's, it's, it's just really important because of that other thing I said about kids are always learning. And so we're always teaching, even if we think we're not teaching. Um, Bruce Perry was also talking about um, how kids he saw kids that lived further away from the counseling center getting better than the kids that that lived close to the counseling center and he was wondering what that was about and he did some research and he discovered that those car rides that they take with a caring adult that time that was spent in the car had a lot of value um i know that that was something that was hard with our kids because we lived outside of the city but at the same time we had a lot of great conversations and we had a lot of fun in the car we would sing and traveled really well together and I think that those things were really important it wasn't so much about the destination but the journey that we took 
there and just that time spent as a family. Um, so, you know, just thinking those kind of activities out, I, I think that we want to have our kids involved in a lot of things like sports and wanting to be good at things. And, 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 um, there's a lot of pressure, I think, for kids to be performance driven. But when we look at what helps kids to be really successful and what is really successful as an adult, I think a lot of it does go back to our relationships. And so building those relationships and working hard to build the relationships in the family. So it's not, um, that they shouldn't be involved in those other things, but it's just realizing that it, part of that intentional parenting is to actually parent and to be there teaching your kids. We've talked in the show before about it's it's more than just, you know, saying no when they do something that you don't want them to do, but it's actually going and teaching them and showing them what they can do instead, helping them to learn how to manage their emotions and, and um, how to calm themselves down and all of that takes really being there and being a part of that with them. And I think that we don't put enough emphasis on teaching kids how to solve problems and and work through things in their relationships. And that was one of the other things that I was thinking about um, tonight was just how many times we as adults and our kids get stuck in the problems. You know, even even when we talk about the problems that we're having with our kids, a lot of times we're, we are really stuck in the, you know, how frustrated we are or how upset we are or how, um, you know, how bad it is or, um, you know, we kind of move around in that, like what, what that person's doing wrong or what they should do. But we don't really problem solve it fully. And so I think... I think helping our kids to learn how to solve problems isn't enough to just say, you know, you guys solve it, you figure it out, but actually showing them like this, this is how we're going to solve it. This is how we move through this. This is how, this is what forgiveness looks like. This is what um, letting go of a problem looks like and moving forward. And all of those things, I, I just don't think that kids can be taught that in our kind of almost institutionalized type systems that we have. Kids are in daycare and preschool and schools, and they're around a lot of children their age. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're being taught the things that we want them to be taught about actual relationships and how to work things out and um, come up with plans together and you know, things, things like that. So I'm not, I'm not against all of that stuff. I'm not saying don't send your kids to school or preschool, but just realize that they're, they're not the, they may not be teaching your kids everything that you want them to know. And, and you may not be teaching them those things either if you're not thinking about the influence that you have on your kids. And that's not just for little kids, it's also for older kids, I think that we forget that, you know, that older kids are also watching us and it's not enough to say to do what I say and not do what I do. So those were my thoughts tonight about intentional parenting and, and parenting with purpose and, you know, just remembering that there's not quick fixes and it's not up to us counselors to do that, but to help us discover kind of what is going to work and, and how to do things better. So if you have any questions, please, um, type them in the comments or, um, you know, message me. I would love to hear from you. 
Thanks for watching. I love those comments and questions, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Parenting Bridge podcast. For more about parenting and how to get started building a bridge to better behaviors, go to the show notes and click on the link to Healthy Foundations. If you would like to leave a comment or have questions for Dr. Michelle, there's a link in the show notes to do so. Thank you.